0: back at it we're gonna talk a little bit week one NFL reactions um tough week for me wow probably tough week for for a lot of people on the the hosts and guests of the podcast but we're not here to cry we're not here to get upset um not that there's anything wrong with that no it's okay if you do um I know we we promised uh We'd be talking breakfast sandwiches this week and and we're kicking that can down the the curb a little bit we're we're gonna get there um but at some point during this podcast you gotta hang on for it we're gonna we're gonna really dive into snacks maybe some desert island um gas station chips uh we'll we'll get there we'll get there so i'm gonna i'm gonna zip it for a little bit. Um before I do I'll introduce we've got a couple guests on the podcast. Um Alex Berthium, good friend, Jesse Tarbell, another good friend. Um Maddie, I'm I'm going to leave it to you because I'm I'm still distraught. It's Thursday and it's been 3 days and I I still can That's I, all. Can I, have I just
1: to say take. that that intro was about as strong as the Broncos red zone performance last week? Wow. Wow. <laughs>
2: Gibby's, he's, he's so broken and he's just getting put back together. He's, he's, uh, you know, Thursday is quite a long recovery period for a week one game. Um, when you're, you know, your team didn't play any of the players that normally play all of the plays in the preseason. So they could get to learn how each other like to operate and be on the same page and perform well. (laughs) Other than that, Gibby, it sort of feels to me like, you know, I think it's about time for you to, to move on. So this is going to be a healing session for you. Um, I'm passing it over to Jesse first because I know he's got something that he wants to say to you. And I think it's going to help you a bit. No,
3: I just honestly, I thought there was only one game last week. I didn't know there was <laughs> any football other than one game. And it was the game that um, the coach of that game decided to <laughs> kick a 64-yard field goal. Um, <laughs> Instead of going for it on fourth and five, um, that's it. That's all I saw. I don't think there was any other football played. Nothing else happened at all. Uh, and Russ is absolutely riding into the sunset. <laughs>
0: uh, am I in my response? I mean, that's quite cool. a are eulogy.
2: We, that's not bad. Are we
0: addressing the situation and, and I'm responding? Because well,
2: I have. Well. Some- Yeah. You know what? Why don't we wait? Why don't we let you address all of this situation? And let's let Alex get get a a take in as well so that you can answer them all at the same time, because I have a feeling they're going to be similar responses either way.
1: Here's my hot take about week one. Uh, I'm going to leave the Broncos game right out of this because I know we're going to cover a lot of that Hmm. sloppy week one. Um, I think that the preseason showed it by players not playing in the preseason. Coaches deciding not to play their talent. Um, I thought that quarterbacks and tight ends especially had a real bad showing, you know, outside of a couple, Mahomes being one of them, who obviously showed up like himself. Uh, But if you look at top-end receivers, they did pretty well. It really came down to those wide receiver two spots and the quarterbacks outside of the top three, in tight ends, really just crap in the bed this week.
3: It was it a horrible so week. Horrible week of football to start out. Um, you know, we, we take a week. And by get. the way, Give I think me. I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire just got hurt.
2: That makes me feel a lot of confusing ways. But that's okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, producers know we're, um, we're, we're recording during the the chiefs, um, chargers game. Um, I I have a lot of respect for the chiefs. I have very little for the chargers. Um, (laughs) And uh, so, um, how do you feel? Sorry, I didn't mean to take the, the reins here. I'm just, you know, muscle memory. Um, Patriots' performance before we I I address the
3: Broncos situation, or maybe after
1: first drive, terrible call in the end zone. Then they were rattled the rest of the game.
3: They look like the nineteen ninety three Patriots. Ooh, there's nothing exciting about them. It was like obviously for the last two decades, the Patriots have been the elite of the elite, and now since. Brady left. Last year was exciting because you had Mac Jones come in and it was like, what's going to happen with Mac Jones? So that was fun. This year has been a complete disaster from the get-go with Patricia and Judge and everyone being involved. Everyone knows we talked. people have talked about that forever. Um, But when you watch them, it just reminds me of being a Patriots fan in the early 90s when I was a young kid and watching them and thinking this team is not enjoyable. That's why I was a Washington... Fan <laughs> when I grew up, you, you can <laughs> say <standards>. you can, <laughs> I'm a Washington, I was a Washington fan, whatever
0: you, could, you want. Because
3: I, I, the Patriots were just they weren't fun. I was watching Doug Williams and uh, uh, Daryl Green and
1: yeah, Art Monk and whatever. Now um, we so have anyways, a potential Matt Hoyer or Hoyer, Brian Hoyer start. Well, I think I heard, week.
3: yeah, no. I, saw, no, I saw that Mac uh, supposedly had the stomach bug today, is the rumor.
1: We need a uh, Michael Jordan flu game out of him this coming Sunday to keep any interest in the season. They're at
2: home this week, is that correct?
3: No, they're in Pittsburgh. They're oh, in Pittsburgh, yeah. Okay, maybe that's in for the best. Whatever field that is Their now, formerly known as They're two-point favorites
1: into this game somehow. I don't know how, but they're two-point favorites. That that's, that's just
2: further solidifies for me that that's a game that I really don't think I'm going to have a whole lot of interest in watching. Well, is
3: Najee playing? Who? Harris?
2: Never heard of them. Yeah, me
3: neither. (laughs) I think think it's because of the Pats' defense. I think that's the only reason why they're favorites. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me as well. They can't score.
1: What do Um, we think about this Kendrick Bourne situation? I heard Kraft is angry that he only got two snaps last week and is pushing Belichick to play him more.
3: Well, when you spend $127 million in an offseason last year and you literally have zero of those guys producing – You Probably want someone to at least play to give you a chance to give you you back some ROI
1: top earning snapper there, and then you've got Kendrick playing two snaps the whole game,
3: and he caught a 40 yard, 43 yard yard pass. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
2: This is cathartic talking about the Patriots' woes. Um, yeah, once again, (laughs) we're here for you. This is not this is all to ensure that you can get over this. Um, are we calling it an illness? Is it classified as an illness? Well, you have. Yeah. Broncos Islands.
0: yeah. I, I mean, you you guys know I'm obsessed. Um, you know, I'm not going to rank where they sit in my cares. <laughs> across the, I'll just say they're high,
2: um, and, uh, <laughs> above or below uh We're not going there
0: on this podcast. <laughs> so, so regardless, right? You wait all offseason. You're really excited. And then the two fumbles at the goal line were, I mean, th- they should have been up before the 64 yard fiasco. They should have been up by two scores. Um, uh, you know, Gino, I knew it's, it's kind of like watching a basketball game when a-, a shooter gets hot and he's eight of 10 from three point, you know that it's not going to stay that way in the second half. And so I knew that Gino wasn't going to go 17 of 18 in the second half. Um, and, and so I, I felt comfortable there and we went in, I think we're down like field goal um, and getting the ball back. So, um, and then first fumble happens and marching down the field, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think to your point, like it's product of continuity um, of not having the right guys on the field um, for at least like a series, at least like a quarter um, total over the, the preseason um, hack it, I listened to him right after the game. I mean, kudos to him for for the next day admitting like, hey, I was wrong. I should have gone for it on fourth down. But right after the game, I have never heard anyone say so many words in so little time. He's like, a cartoon character. He is a cartoon character. There's no way that he's real.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: just like rapid fire. It was like contra with the the turbo (laughs) (laughs) like i was i was wondering what
2: was going on it wasn't even spread it was did that scare you or that excite you or that confuse you what was the emotion you felt as you took that
0: i've heard about him is he's a leader right and he's like he puts on these not shows just to be for show right during practices and and when he's doing sessions with the the team but like that um he's super into like learning design and how are you going to capture these 25 year olds attention and keep it, um, yep. throughout the entire season. Um, so I think, you know, I think it's going to be a marathon, but it also fired me up thinking about, okay, you can't give those games away in the AFC West. Like my first thought was, all right, now we, we definitely have to take, two games from either the chiefs, the chargers or the Raiders to, to have a legitimate shot. So um, it's, it's a product of the division we're in. Um, so it, it makes every game that much more important, but I mean, we should have a really nice rebound here. Really Which, playing the Texans this week. Yeah. Um, at home too. I'm, I'm not concerned. I have major concerns if it's like 2017 with uh, 50 seconds left and we're right around the 45-yard line. I have some real concerns there. But um, What time is I that game? Is. I love what no. time is that game? Is that a 4 o'clock? 4.25, yes. What's
2: what that is? day look like for you? What's the lead-up to a later Sunday game? And then what's the close of a Sunday if it doesn't go your way look like? Because there's a little a bit of time really left varsles. in the night. Yeah. Uh, What's that look like for you? Oh God, um, walking around the house,
0: uh, pacing or walking, storming, stomping. There's some storming, probably. Uh-huh. Um, there's deferred anger, yeah, um, that sure. I'll let out on text message, usually to close friends. And yeah, oh, I, I get those. It's not not like, yeah,
1: a couple of them might be on this podcast. It's, it's yeah. not great when they come in. Uh huh. But but usually know, they get real personal too. And you start yeah. to understand what you, you try to think about what you did wrong to Mike. Yeah, and you can't figure it out. It wasn't it.
3: like you guys didn't hurt him. It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been on the other side of those many times. from And then I think about how nice of a person he is, but when it comes to the Broncos, Gibby, how much uh before the game, how much riding do you do? Riding? Like, yeah. Like <laughs> let's riding. Yeah. How much riding are you doing before the game? Are you walking around the house and your kids are eating breakfast and you're just like, let's ride. Not for a four o'clock
2: game. Russ would would want you uh, practicing your high fives with the air and like walls and things like you used to do when you were a little kid. He'd want that from you. Gibby,
3: what are you more embarrassed about? (laughs) The ending of last week's game or openly rooting for Russell Wilson? Who is honestly probably the biggest dweeb in all of football? I'm fine with dweeb's.
0: You know, not everyone grew up being a popular uh, kid in school. Um, (laughs) You know, he's
2: he's he's in the NFL, married to a superstar. It's like also, he doesn't even want to do these things. It's like these are a nuisance to
3: him.
1: He showed up in a 1982 prom outfit last week.
3: He lost to Geno Smith. <laughs> this is embarrassing. All of it is embarrassing. It's I, not um, the start that you were looking for. It wasn't the start
0: that I was looking for. I, I was envisioning I, – I loved the the Judy touchdown. Um, I was getting really excited. Um you know, the defense didn't show up, but I'm actually most nervous and I'm deflecting and I'm ignoring the question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> the, the defense didn't show up in the first half. Justin Simmons is what I'm most concerned about. He's on IR right now. Mm-hmm. and How serious is that? Is that a four-week IR or is that a longer? IR. Okay. Um, he'll be back. The guy didn't miss a snap um, since 2017, um, so he's, you know, model of health and been consistently one of the top five free safeties in football. Um, It's a a BC kid. BC kid. Um, And so, so that concerns me, but they have some depth there. They just signed Anthony Harris to the practice squad. He probably won't play this week, but, um, and, and I don't think they'll need him this week, but uh, some concerns there. Kareem Jackson didn't show up. Bradley Chubb waited until the second half to show up. Same with Randy Gregory. Who they late spent. Chubb. A late Chubb's not really... late. We don't. How good well. is that going to do you? I mean, it was... It, it was a well-timed <laughs> yeah. Chubb, but uh, it just happened later than it should have.
2: Yeah, that's um, fair.
0: And uh, so anyway... This is probably more than anyone needed of, of Broncos takes. I know they've been a hot button topic on, on the rest of national media. Um, so we felt like, you know, doing our part for, for our listeners, we need to address it. Um, any, any last takes? I mean, I'm letting myself off the hook. If you guys want to let me off the hook or – No, I think
2: we've – I think you've eaten enough of this L for now, and we'll just see how this week goes.
1: All I'll say is when Gibby gets emotional and upset and his uh, angry personal texts start coming in, I always look forward to the Monday apology that I get from him once he calms down.
3: They're nice and sweet. Yeah. he goes back
1: to nice, Mike.
3: Do you have any examples of of the apology?
1: Uh, Usually (laughs) it's just, hey, pal. You know, you're one of my closest buddies. I got a little worked <laughs> up yesterday.
2: <laughs> the best part about that is that it's not necessary at all. But no, because I you are so nice. will. Yeah, he does it anyway. It's just like, it's like A++ above and beyond. T- platinum tier support from Gibby at all times. Alex, and- next time
3: he apologizes, I- you just respond like with this.
0: They can't. They can't see in
2: podcast form.
1: Really. You, <laughs> you can the hear it though. Picture of you. It's just <laughs> can't oh, hear it.
0: Oh, I see what you're doing. Can't, can't hear,
2: hear it. I can't. Uh, Dubs is gonna. He's not gonna know. care for that. that was, I see nothing if I've never heard it. That could hurt. Mm. Dubs is gonna knock us back a few on that one. I
1: think, but that's okay.
3: We'll get better. We learn yeah, and we'll grow. Dubs is too concerned about side chains in the email. <laughs> he out. is very concerned. He does not like a side uh, chain. He
1: changed when he got a houseboat.
3: Uh huh.
0: Yeah. He's different now so exciting news not to you know give away too much upcoming podcasts but um we have some some fun guests that we're excited for uh dubs and juice we'll be talking about fall golf in new england um so that's gonna be lined up um next week we're gonna get lined up with uh with our friend i'll just call him uncle nothing to lose right now um, <laughs> To talk about backup quarterbacks, you're allowing him to speak. You're giving him a voice.
2: We're giving he, him a platform.
0: This this isn't just a voice. He, Alex. It's
2: going to be twenty straight minutes on Bobby A. Bear. Oh, it.
0: get ready for Charlie Whitehurst. Um, oh dear lord, and it might slip into Jewel. Um, I, I, can't I can't
1: wait. So, which
0: which Jewel? The singer performer. Yeah. Um,
1: Tell it, please.
0: Thank you for
2: clarifying. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering as well. When giving um, something you have to ask. It
0: is. Um, and uh and so some other exciting podcasts come up, but we're replacing the the conversation around whether it's top five breakfast sandwiches. Um I'm not a breakfast sandwich expert. Like I'm you know what, I don't even love eggs that much. Um, but if it's If everything else is right, I'm fine with it. Um, I know Alex is an expert snacker. Um, Procures the best snacks. Uh, You know, I I wouldn't ask another person to, hey, while we're pumping gas on a road trip, do you mind running into the gas station, picking me up a bag of something? Um, Alex would be probably my first fantasy pick in that draft.
1: Yeah, Mike, and to to that point, there are two elite snacks above all else. One is tough for a car ride. One is not. And then there's yeah. one trash snack that I want to discuss a little bit Ooh. that I think is overrated. So the two elite ones, we're going to start there. The first one is Schneider's of Hanover Honey Mustard Crushed Pretzels. Oh, wow. That was like the a best M. Night Come mm. The right amount of flavor and sodium. It doesn't make your fingers all that dirty. Easy to eat. It is a masterpiece. It's just God's will on us. <laughs> the next one is going to be any sort of ruffled chip with a French onion dip. Preferably, hell of a good.
3: Mm-mm. Talking more about be it.
1: Those talk are more about onions. Eat. Out now, there's yeah. no I, onion your taste trash. I there. hate onions, but I love the hell of a good dip. You, you've, got some, you've got some adversaries here. <laughs> I expected that and I wanted this. I want discourse in this conversation. You're checking
2: all the right boxes for me so far. We hate all the right things, so I'm in. I'm in on the let's your talk about the
1: trash one that snuck up there. Mm. Beef jerky. Well, can you clarify a type? Yeah, I can, because you know what who you know who eats beef jerky mostly? People who don't like carbohydrates and people who don't like carbohydrates talk about their diet way too much, and that is why it snuck in there. <laughs> it's a trash snack. So, Matty, for the record, we we've, uh, <laughs> we've lost any
2: potential following in Jacksonville, Cleveland. Yeah, kiss Cleveland. goodbye
1: to beef links, jerky. Yeah,
2: yeah. Jack, Minnesota, gone. We lost them with the beef links, with the Jack links. Never won there. Yeah. yeah, we didn't. Maybe we didn't. And you know what? it's not our position and it's not our job to tell people what to like. We're just here to tell them what not to like. And that's what they should be following along with. So they'll come back. They'll I want a counterpoint
1: out. from anybody who would support beef jerky and I'd be happy to come back on.
2: I don't think it's going to make what I'm walking. So this is like, we're walking into a gas station, just like Gibby described it. You're on a road trip. You walk into a gas station. You're on, you're in charge of coming back to the car with some snacks and you've got five ish, 10 minutes to make that call. Is that the, that the vibe?
1: We'll okay. call it five minutes, and let's let's obviously include Doritos Cool Ranch in there. That's always going to make the cut.
2: It's kind of mm-hmm. like when you start a, a video game, and you, they give you like the core, like armor and the sword, and it's like the basic stuff that you have to have to start the game. That's kind of Doritos. You shouldn't be leaving. Yeah. That should be the first thing or the last thing you grab, but it cannot be a thing that you forget to grab.
1: You come back with a Gatorade and Doritos. I'm happy. I don't Fine. love you, but I'm happy. No getting,
0: yeah, no one's getting upset. No, see so you got offended about the onion dip you 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 Alex lost you at onions i don't i I hate
2: onions. I'm out on onions. um you are too Matty. so this yeah. is Alex and I are both heavy snackers. This is why we're such a formidable uh doubles team because we just are like our brains are essentially woven other. this is each also other.
1: why we're always opposed against each other versus uh-huh. playing with each other.
2: yeah, you guys have been doing that for a couple of years now and now it's starting to
1: to really come to light
2: why but <laughs> I'm out on French onion. I'm out on onions. Ironically, I like onions cooked in something, but raw yeah. onions and like the onion flavor are different
1: to me. So there is an opportunity. Head, un- French onion dip. There is no onion flavor in it. That's fair. There's no onions in the dip. Here's, here's my food stance that kind
2: of covers all of my food takes. And it's if I like to eat something, I'm going to eat it. And if I don't like to eat it, I'm not going to eat it. And that's kind of it. Well, that's why that's, you're as healthy as you are. Well, that's you don't have any proof of that. Well, you know. But oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So, yeah, everybody <laughs> do what you like. Jesse, Bell, Bell's got something. Yeah.
3: I, <laughs> you're, you're stewing on this. Man. Yeah, he's no, been he's chewing mad. on something. Yeah. Well, there's a couple things. <clears throat> I love onions. I am a known onion connoisseur.
1: But well, you married an Italian girl,
3: cereal killer. <laughs> yeah. I cooked a lot of onions today, actually. Um, but I will say, to Alex's point about the French onion dip, it doesn't have an onion flavor. I don't understand how that's even possible because onions are so recognizable. <laughs> how is that real? I don't understand that.
1: Is it real? Answer the question. I, I, it's a powder. It's a powder. So Yeah, but that's a still on onion powder. powder is, like, yeah, but I hate a raw onion. I will not eat a raw onion.
3: Do you know what i was looking at something earlier today ironically do you know what the um number one junk food is in maine there's there's you can look across the entire country to see what the number one junk food well,
1: is well we're all idiots so i'm going to guess something like funyuns
3: no very boring and plain
1: oh classic lay's potato chips
3: close enough ritz crackers uh, yeah there it is ritz so crackers mean. hmm i personally when I'm looking for a road snack, uh, I will go to anything that is salt and vinegar. Anything.
1: Pettle cooked or regular.
3: It doesn't matter. Just give me salt and vinegar. If you gave me a salt and vinegar and Kit Kat, I'd eat it. I don't care. All in.
2: All in on salt and vinegar. Always have been. I've been buying them. I used to buy the Wachusett salt and vinegar chips back in the day. And those bags that looked way more flat than they should be, like there was no air yeah. in them. Yeah. Like the bags look when you're watching a sitcom and you know there's no chips in the bag, but they just need it as a prop.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like it's been and those and somehow yeah. the air is all drained yeah. out of it. Yeah.
2: Salt and vinegar. I could go I go through a whole bag, no problem. And I shouldn't be able to because it's such a Then you get bitter, to wake and... up with
1: canker sores in the morning.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take that risk. It's kind of, it's a love of the game. The kettle cut.
3: The Are you kettle... drinking
2: the vinegar? If it's in there, in the bag, whatever's in the bag.
0: The kettle cooked, like I, I feel like it's going to cut the roof of your mouth. I love them. It's a nice body. Um, I, I shy well, you away. would
1: take that same risk with a nice BLT, wouldn't you? With a toasted bread. That's going to shred the top of your mouth.
0: You're not wrong as
2: long as there's, a, there's no mayo there. You just got to make sure you're using the incisors and the molar. You,
0: you use eat a
1: right. BLT with no mayo?
3: Yeah, Give dry. me. Give I'm, you out your, on on mail. Too. I'm out, out on mayo. I'm out on mayo. Three out out mail. on mayo. I won't touch. I'm out it. on
1: this podcast now. I don't.
3: <laughs> know.
1: Well, before
0: we do that, we got to wrap it up here pretty quick. Um, would love your thoughts heading into week two. Games you like? Whether it's, you know, if people want to spend their hard-earned money, um, betting a few bucks where gambling is legal, or if it's just a game you're really excited for, uh, things that you think um going into week two and then we'll we'll play you guys out
1: yeah no real thoughts for me other than stay away from dallas they're a trash show at this point uh other than that let's hope for a rebound from some of the stars this week and and see what week two has in front of us
3: i think the patriots are going to bounce back and i do think they're going to win in pittsburgh and I think the Packers are going to absolutely destroy the Bears. I don't think it'll be close.
1: And we lost Rick again.
2: Yeah. he Well, we never had him. Um, <laughs> I got smoked last week in Survivor. I was one of like a half. Like, Gibby, I think
3: you got. Oh, I, I was out. I'm uh, I already. I don't know I mean, you- what.
2: Everyone you guys lost Survivor and we won. Somebody lost in a pool somewhere. The Everybody only people did. who
3: won Survivor were the people who took a team that was sort of middle of the road and no one really thought about, or the Ravens. Yep. Otherwise, yep. you lost. Yep.
1: Let's actually real quick, Ravens, Dolphins. We've got two decent teams coming in together. Ravens playing for a grudge match, if you will, because they got smoked last year when they were kind of running on fire. Who wins that one? I think Ravens, personally. But the the spread's like three and a half, I think.
2: Three and a half half. They're at home. They'll win that game. I didn't like Miami didn't really do anything special last week. The, the Pats sort of like just they couldn't get off the field. And so they just kind of like drained everything out. And there was a couple of weird defensive plays. So I'm, not, I'm not, not sold. They're a great team. And I know Baltimore is. And again, like I said earlier, I think the Ravens are trying to open it up and play a little offense because they don't want to have to just hope their defense can stop everybody. So
3: I like Baltimore in that game. Take the under in the
2: Pats game. Lock
0: oh. of the week. Take the under. Yeah, if, if twenty five is the over
1: under, I'm. I going think it's with. like forty four. Yeah, it's like forty
2: one something. Yeah, take the under. It is forty and a half at this moment.
1: That's bad. That's gross.
2: Thirteen max. Um, cancel, cancel that game.
0: <laughs> uh I like New Orleans over Tampa this week.
2: Oh, that's the second thing we're against each other on because I I think Tampa's
0: going to win that game easily. I I think everyone thinks that. I think this is the game that...
3: um, Where's the game? New Orleans?
0: New
3: Orleans. Tampa never played well in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. What's the spread? It's got to be
0: like three,
3: three and a half. It's like three. Last I checked, it was
0: three. Yeah, it's plus three. Why why is it three when New Orleans didn't really look good?
2: Tampa didn't either, but Tampa's a better team. Well, it's 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 essentially... It's essentially six though, because they're giving no them three points for the home field. Yeah. yeah I I think if I you're it. looking at Led this game
0: I think if you're looking at this game week eleven, the line is six and a half at New Orleans, but it's obviously it's not gonna be in New Orleans in week eleven. So I I'm I'm dubious about that one. Um and then uh yeah, and then the other thing, the other game that I think is going to be tighter um than it should be, even though I don't, you know, we talked about this on the AFC pod was uh Tennessee no one loves. Um I think they give Buffalo a tougher game than we expect. I think Buffalo was all amped up for week 1 at the Rams. They felt like, you know, they should have been there against them in the Super Bowl. So, um so I, mean, I love I love those two games one way or another. They're both reaches. Like those are those are hot takes. <laughs> if if you fortune favors
2: fun. the bold, Gibby, I like those calls. <laughs> um, anything for you, Manny? No, nothing. Than the first couple things. I think I'm gonna focus on just a couple of games. But if I, I do think that Tampa game is gonna be, I'm I'm on the other side of that one than you, obviously. Yeah. Um and I think. The Rams are going to blow the Falcons out. I know that game is 10 points, and that seems like a lot in the NFL. Any double-digit spread always scares you a little bit because not this just not that likely. Um, but I think that they want to make a statement, and I don't believe Atlanta can rush the passer, which is the one weakness that the Rams have is their offensive line is kind of dicey. So I think they'll come out and they'll chuck it and they're going to score a bunch of points and then hang on. I think they end up winning that game by more than 10. But I don't know that I'd bet it because it's like the Denver game. Same yep. same exact yeah. narrative. Same I'm not narrative. touching anything right now.
3: Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I, I think it's too early to tell. Um, yeah. Yep. A-, a Rob's going to go off. And the other thing you can pretty much take to the bank is that Detroit is going to have a very strong game. They're going to be in it and they are <laughs> going to lose by three <laughs> 27 to 3. <laughs> They're going to lose another close game. Those poor guys. <laughs> And, and and
2: Jesse's just way He's lurking in the bushes out front of your house, just waiting for another loss that he can just he knock on the door. Oh, the Broncos just sit down. Ask you a few questions. Oh, I, I'm I'm changing my cell phone
3: number.
1: You, you won't be able to sit down, Michael. Break <laughs> all the stools. If house. the
3: Broncos lose, you better move to like Cambodia or something. Oh, it's
0: it's not gonna be pretty. Um, I'll take a four hour walk in the woods. Um, wow.
2: Well, let's keep let's keep that GPS tag that we, we yeah, have. Yeah,
0: just put me on fine of your phone.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alex, go tag him, would you please?
1: I'll, I'll be waiting patiently out there. You'll have you. a bottle of Hendrix outside your doorstep when you wake <laughs> That's up. That's <and> <laughs> why. <laughs> I'm just going to lock myself in the barn. and <laughs> <laughs> it's something for Nina to calm her down to.
0: <laughs> yeah, she won't be anything. She'll be happier. But
1: she'll um, be happier gone.
0: <laughs> it's better for her. Anyway, I... Uh, we got to wrap it up. But Alex, Jesse, thank you. Um, thank you for joining. Uh, this yep. is, I think, our
2: fifth
0: episode. We want you back. Um, we've got a couple things penciled in here um, that, that we'd love to have you back for uh, to talk a little bit about. And, and thanks for your takes and um, for this cathartic session that I've had uh, today. So really appreciate it. Maddie, as always, um, thanks for carrying the show, my friend. And uh, we are we are off um, and running. And you'll see us next week uh, to recap week two and some special guests to join us as well.
2: Yep. Yep. Jesse, Alex, the boys are electric. Gabe, you're the king. Let's ride.
1: Kisses. <laughs> Thank you.